six-pack double feature presents Pick 6, where the guys round out a top five list with one extra. Horror, sci-fi, crappy sequels, all the titles you know and love, plus beer. Tell us your picks, guys. Your picks. Guys. Hey, guys. Hey, yeah. Hey. Oh, it wasn't in sequence. That was a good snap. Thanks. Hey, no problem. Always helps to do it in front of the mic. Usually, yeah. You know what? Uh, what doesn't happen anymore is later. Later in the episode, the the theme music won't come back because I've already cut it in half and put it before everything that's already recorded. That's awesome. Yeah, that's learning from your mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to it, gang. It's another pick six. What uh, what is our pick six today? Uh, cameos. And no, we're not paying money for like. <laughs> Six celebrities to call into our podcast and say, "Hey, guy, I look, happy birthday!" From I, like, I looked at Vince doing that. Neil. <laughs> I looked at, I looked at doing that for Jamie for her birthday, but I couldn't find anybody that was either a affordable that she would or worth it, or b and almost as importantly, yeah, worth the money. The Hasselhoffen would be kind of funny, <laughs> but I would I'd pay him an extra fifty bucks to get drunk and eat a bacon double cheeseburger off the floor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've all been there. He did a did he do a cameo? Wasn't he or did he have a part in an Adam Sandler movie? The one with the remote control. I never watched it because I don't watch Adam Sandler movies, but I saw the preview. Click? I think it is click, yeah. I may have seen that once. That click is like a remake of um Christmas movie. Um Frank Capra. Like uh, I can't remember. It's a wonderful life. Yes, thank you. Oh, okay. No, literally, yeah, that was it. <laughs> I was trying to fuck with you. I was, and you inadvertently didn't at the same time. Yeah, when, it's a wonderful life. When keeping it real or something around. like that. Um. So yeah, today we are doing pick six cameos. I have defined, I believe, the textbook definition of a cameo. Sorry, I'm taking my shirt off. It's taking a shirt off. It's. I still have a shirt on. I, I thought it was a shirt. jacket. Well, it's a, it's a heavy. But now it's, it's, it's now it sounds like you're naked in it, here. It's a heavy denim shirt. <laughs> Only from the waist down. Only from the waist down. Uh, I believe the textbook definition of cameo is when someone appears in a movie and they're playing themselves very briefly. That's not how I've gone with it. That's not how I've completely gone. Some of them are. Some of them are. My first one is. But my first one is not. Okay. But it is a a cameo regardless. And most people. Well, they may know it now because the movie's forty years old. We'll get there. It's uh, yeah, just like when when someone that doesn't have anything to do with the movie turns up really quick for just a scene, just for you to go like, "Hey, it's and David, it's not all yeah, it's and, David Hasselhoff, yeah, or it's not in, always even an actor, you know." So. Have you seen Bill and Ted Three? Yes, Dave Grohl. Yeah, does the cameo. Right. Actually, he does a cameo because he's Dave Grohl. Fucking Dave Grohl. Anyway, I won't get into that. But <laughs> that said, what is your number six? Can I help you? This is where they pay the taxes, right? Right. This money is for the year's assessment on the St. Helena of the Blessed Shroud Orphanage in Calumet City, Illinois. Five thousand bucks. It's all there, pal. And here is your receipt. Stevie. While the army of <laughs> Illinois Nazis rallies outside. <laughs> that is uh, Steven Spielberg playing the Cook County clerk on his lunch break. That has a sign that says, be back in five minutes, <laughs> but still answers the door. 
uh, in the Blues Brothers. Forgot that he was in that. Yeah, he's not in much. And I always wondered, and I did a little bit of research going, why was he in it? And there was no, like, definitive, like, this is why. Apparently, it's just... Sometimes in Landis's movies, that's one of his trademarks is to get other uh, feature film directors in cameo roles. Okay. That's also why Frank Oz is in it as well. Oh, okay. Is he a police officer in the Blues Brothers? I don't know. I don't remember him being. Okay. He's a police officer in, in Trading Places. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Which is also PCP. John, you see what this does to kids? That's another John Landis film. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Spielberg also does a cameo. I don't know who directed it, but in the movie Paul. He's on the phone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Claiming he took inspiration for, for E.T. E. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's actually a, that's actually a conspiracy theory. Yeah. That that's so he's <laughs> that's, playing. He's playing. Good, he's playing. That's a that good joke. cameo, too. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, that is two from Uncle Stevie. That's my number six. What's your number six? Um, the only way I think you could make Zombieland better is Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost not a cameo because he's in it. Almost a little too he's long. He's a little too but, long, but uh, but I will I will he, allow it. He's in the sequel too, somehow. I have not seen. There's actually a, there's yet, a there's but, actually a great cameo. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the cameo in the okay. second one. It's only in writing, um, but they end up at staying at the White House for a while, and uh, Woody Harrelson's character is filling out an official pardon, and at the, okay. at the bottom he's pardoning Wesley Snipes for his tax crimes because <laughs> they're good buddies in real life. Okay. But uh, and he and Bill Murray are good buddies in real life, which brings me back to that. That come from white men can't jump. Is that where they probably, probably where they first met? Okay, yeah, that would make sense. Uh, that'd be Wesley Snipes, not Bill Murray. Yes. <laughs> really? Uh, he and Bill Murray met on another sports movie, Kingpin. Uh, but no, I just it, the, the greatness of like rolling up and you're like, who's BM on the thing? And then it's Bill Murray and he Bill? comes. Like, Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> which I think that would be our, all of our reaction. Uh, like they, they, you're right. It's a little long, but they kick it, hang out, play a little golf. Yes. I, I I'll allow it because it's 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 totally unexpected. The, yeah, the best part of it is when he's dying and he's like, I, I don't regret anything. Maybe Garfield. Maybe Garfield. <laughs> do they do the outtake at the end of the credits where he's trying to do um, what's his name from Caddyshack? I don't know. I don't remember. I, think, I haven't seen the first one in so long. I think uh, that's what they do. As and well. his death is actually kind of moving. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's 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 unexpected. And you're like, oh, oh, dang! What a 2020 thing to do. Who shot him too? Was it? I think Eisenberg's it was character. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Bill Bill fucking Murray from Zombieland is <laughs> is my number six cameo. What's your clip for number five? <laughs> it's clip heavy. Thanks for picking me up. Oh. oh. Oh, excuse me. Are you Neil Patrick Harris? Yep. Oh, oh my God, what are you doing Holy here? Holy shit. Dude, Doogie Howser MD was like my favorite truck growing up. You were my idol. Yeah, that's great. Can we get going? I'm bored as shit back here. Go, go. Let's go. It's a freaking boring spot. So, uh, so I gotta ask you, Neil, uh, did you ever get it on with Wando off the set? Dude, I humped every piece of ass ever on that show. Even the chick who played the hot nurse? No. I didn't go all the way with her. Neil, you wouldn't happen to know how to get on the highway from here, would you? Dude, I don't even know where the fuck I am right now. 
I was at this party earlier tonight and some guy hooked me up with this incredible ex and next thing I know I'm being thrown out of a moving car. I've been tripping balls ever since. That's crazy, dude. You know, we've been having a pretty crazy night too. We've just been driving around looking for White Castle, but we keep getting sidetracked. Yeah, dude, you fascinate me. Forget White Castle, let's go get some pussy. Huh? It's a fucking sausage fest in here, bros. Let's get us some poontang, then we'll go to White Castle. No, Neil, you don't understand. We've been craving these burgers all night. Yeah, I've been craving burgers too. Fur burgers. Come on, dudes, let's pick up some trim at a strip club. The doogie line always works on strippers. Lap dance. <laughs> This is before he was publicly, uh, yes, I, before he came out too. Yes, so. correct. I mean, it was always a fictional version of himself, sure, regardless. But it was still funny. That's and wh- there's your term again, trim. Trim. <laughs> that uh, he comes back up later in that movie. I think he pops up once more, riding yeah. down the riding down the road with two strippers with their boobs out, and he's they're out they're hanging out the sunroof. Yes. Then they say something about. Something coated in jizz or something too. I can't remember. I haven't seen that movie in like. It's 20 been years. a little while. It's it, he starts and he gets back in the car later. He's like he's like half humping like one of the car seats. That's right. He's, he's so. I mean, he comes in. He's he already sweaty. gets in. He's like sweaty. Yeah. To begin with, you could tell he's high on something. I love it's a, that. Yes. Just proves that he has a good sense, sense of, humor of humor about yeah. himself. Yeah. Like he wasn't. <laughs> He wasn't doing that to try to like hide gay rumors or anything, was he at the time? I don't think so. I think he was just having fun with yeah. whatever. It was just Either way, this is my he... private life. Doesn't matter, yeah. you know. I'm, but... I'm an actor. I don't. Yeah, he humped everything on that show. <laughs> I humped every piece of every ass piece on, of that ass on that show. On that show. That's a good one. Also, a little long, but it works. The first two are people actually playing themselves. Mm-hmm. So we're sticking to the according to Hoyle definition thus of far of cameos. Well, mine stops on the sec on yes. the next one. So same, mine will stop on the next one. <laughs> mine well. is also my number five. Uh, so your number six is Neil Patrick Harris and Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Correct. My number five is the Bluth stair car in Captain America: Civil War. It's there. It's very, very no. Yeah, uh, when they're fighting, Ant Man is fighting someone at the airport. Okay, yeah. And you look in the background. Uh, you can see the Bluth family stair car. <laughs> if you guys don't know what the Bluth, uh, Bluth stair car is the sh- from the show Arrested Development, which you should totally watch the first three seasons of and then stop. Stop. But um, it's this rich family and everything they have is the only vehicle that they that, that the government allows them to keep is like one of those trucks with a stairway on it that takes you like to the height of a private jet. <laughs> so it just says Bluth Company on the side. So anytime Jason Bateman's driving around town or someone's driving around town, they're in, they call it the stair car. They use it to break out someone or uh, that's to, used, or it's that used, used, it's to, used yes. several times to like, yes. they park in Mexico and people are jumping over yes, the wall with it. That's correct. They park at a prison and somebody tries to uh, use it to climb out. Well, um, I think that's also funny because it's probably a bit of an, an inside joke for the, directors of civil war the russo brothers also i don't know if they got their start on arrested development but they were uh either um executive producers partly of that show or some of the directors of that show along with community and so it's just most likely that little connective tissue from here to here to here sure and that's probably why and it's one of those if you don't know that you're look even if you know what the stair car is if you're looking for it You'll see it, but right. um, we'll put a, we'll link a picture of it up in the thing. But uh, yeah, um, the Blue Family stair car in Captain America. <laughs> I mean, it's like two seconds when they're fighting. That, if you blink, you miss it. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. Okay. And it's it's like it's in the background too. You have to like you have pause to look. You have to look in. for it. Yeah. Okay, but you're like, holy fuck, it's totally right there. 
in Captain America Civil War. That is my number five cameo. What's your clip for number four? Dick. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm Eric Lynchra. Tim's Xavier. Go fuck yourself. So... Did you hear the, the second name? Charles Xavier. Right. Who's that? It was Professor X. Right. What? What? They walked into a bar. They knew about uh, Wolverine and Wolverine sitting there, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's X-Men First Class. Uh-huh. Like, they are going around trying to gather together other mutants, and okay. they've discovered where uh, Logan is located, and they want to approach him, and his cameo is he tells them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Because he was an X-Men, but not in this movie. So it's not a Hugh Jackman cameo. It's Wolverine. It's a Wolverine Hugh Jackman cameo. Ooh, that's a thin one, buddy. It is. But it's a cameo because they want Wolverine, but Wolverine is not in this So movie. there's three people in the scene. I thought it was some. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's three people. They okay. walk up to Hugh Jackman slash so, okay. Wolverine okay. in the bar. Et cetera, if you're on the side. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I knew. I knew Magneto's first name was Eric. Right. I didn't know his last name, so yeah. I thought it was a movie where someone named Eric introduced himself, no, and someone right. said he's Charles Xavier, and he said, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> that's why I was no, confused. Okay. I didn't know if you'd seen First Class or not. You may have gone, "Oh yeah," or not. But yeah, that's. I you just, don't. I don't sure. remember. Okay. So, that's a quick one. <laughs> it is a quick one. It's just. I feel like an idiot. And that's it. You didn't see it, and if you didn't see it, and you're not watching the clip, it goes by quick, and you don't realize what it is. But yeah, do you think? How do you think that went down? You think like they just caught him when he was in town? Because, well, with Xavier, he most likely kind of figured out where. No, 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 no. Oh. I mean Hugh Jackman. Like to pull he was, him in. He may have been busy doing something else, and they did not write him in. But then they decided, hey, if we could get him in town, we could do a cameo. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah, that's most likely that's probably what that was. I've I've heard he's kind of maybe a dick in real life. Of course, I heard. Yeah, I heard it from this Nimrod that I used to know. So, grain of salt. Hugh, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Hope you're not a dick. That's your number. Was it Ryan Reynolds that told you? (laughs) No, it was this putzo that used to work for me. You know the the fake like internet war that they have between each other, oh, Hugh Jackman yeah. and Ryan Reynolds. It's quite funny. Ryan Reynolds is funnier. Yeah. Oh, yes. I agree. Um, that was your number four? Yeah. My number four is the the man who basically invented the cameo or the modern cameo, and it'd be Hitchcock. Okay. Which one? Um, just Let's get one out of the way. Let's just do his cameo in Psycho because it's notable. It's so quick. Well, it's notable because he, by the time Psycho came around, and we may have talked about this. Everybody anymore. was looking for him. So. And we may have talked about this during the Psycho yeah. episode. They were looking for it, and he was like, I, I have to do it, but I, I want to get it out of the way so people pay attention to the movie. Correct. So he, he it's in like the first few minutes. He's just a dude waiting on a bus. He's waiting for the bus to get on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember my mom pointing, <laughs> I remember my mom pointing that out to me when I was a kid. Like he did, did this in all of his movies. And I was like, but why? It's fun. It's a little trademark. But why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Like it's just, it's something he did. Other directors, it, notably the two that I can think of off the top of my head, they copied the idea, not copied the idea, but do it themselves. Yeah. Tarantino mm-hmm. and uh, Martin Scorsese. Right. I don't know. I don't know if Martin does it with all of his pictures, but he has done it. He wasn't in Goodfellas, was he? Not entirely sure. I don't think he was. Oh, his mom was. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think he plays. She plays Tommy's mom. Yeah. When they. Tommy, mommy. Hey, I need 
I need the knife. Can I buy the knife, Ma? It's a, it's a, it's, 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 it's got the hoof. It's, it's paw. It's yeah, got it's paw. paw. It's paw stuck in there. I can't leave it there. Cruel. Hoof, 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 yeah. hoof. And then <laughs> they all sit down and they eat down. for like an hour you before down. they leave. <laughs> Don't you need a nice girl? <laughs> I need a nice down. girl, Ma. I go out every night and come home to you. Anyway, I don't know what other cameos he Hitchcock did, but uh, they were in most of his films. They, that yeah. I can't think of all of them. Um, he plays a uh, he comes he comes in in rear window. You see him in one of the apartments uh, repairing a clock. Okay, I know. Is he that. dressed as a workman? Possibly. Okay, I don't know if he was wearing a suit and tie. He may have been dressed that way. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah. I wonder if like the first time he did that, if, like if he, he's just like, I would like to try something. See if people notice. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock, namely the one in Psycho. That's my number four cameo. Nathan, what's your number three? Okay, if you don't get in the way. Flight 209 into Denver Radio. Climbing to cruise at 42,000. We'll report again over Lincoln. Over and out. Wait a minute. I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm sorry, son, but you must have me confused with someone else. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. You are? Kareem, I've seen you play. My dad's got season tickets. I think you should go back to your seat now, Joey. Right, Clarence? Oh, he's not bothering anyone. Let him stay here. All right, but just remember, my name is Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. I think you're the greatest, but my dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. And he says that lots of times you don't even run down court. And that you don't really try, except during the playoffs. The hell I don't. Listen, kid. I've been hearing that crap ever since I was at UCLA. I'm out there busting my buns every night. Tell your old man to drag Walton in the near up and down the court for 48 minutes. I remember seeing that as a kid, and it kind of creeping me out for some reason. <laughs> Because it was like that fourth wall thing, yes. Kind of because no, I'm a cameo. I'm playing Roger Murdoch. Roger, Roger. What's a Clarence? Clarence. Yeah. What's the Victor Victor? Yeah. Victor Victor. What's the Vector Victor? What creeped me out about it was like, why is why why is Kareem Abdul Jabbar pretending to be a pilot? <laughs> it's almost like they purposefully wrote it, knowing, hey, if he's got a good sense of humor, this would be kind of funny. Oh, it's fucking. Want to do it? Yeah, he'll do it. And he's, he's gonna he's, do it. He's a little clunky, but he's not bad. No, he doesn't he's stumble fine. over his lines or anything. No. He doesn't. Hey, you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, my name's Roger. Roger, Roger Murdoch. <laughs> so that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar playing Roger Murdoch in Airplane. Uh, that's a good one. I like that. My number three is, have you ever seen the movie Serial Mom? Once, I might have once, seen. maybe. There's a scene at the end where uh, Kathleen Turner's character. John Waters yeah, movie? Yeah, John okay. Waters. Um the whole kit and caboodle, the whole cast, there's somehow there's a chase scene and they end up going through this like club and there's this band playing on stage called Camel Lips and it's this all female rock band and they've got these like shorts on with like these exaggerated labias on. They're not meant to look like labias. It's just like a little, a little swollen perhaps. And the band is called Camel Lips and they're played by the band, one of my favorite bands, L7. And they're just playing this trashy ass fucking song, uh, which totally adds to the John Waters aesthetic. Um, and I believe um, uh, Camel Lips. I believe Kathleen's turn. Kathleen Turner's character actually kills someone on the stage there. That's how she gets put on trial. 
Uh, fucking love Serial Mom. I might watch that this afternoon after you go. Um, but I remember watching it as a kid going like I was, it came out in like 94, uh, Serial Mom did. So I was 14, 15. So mm-hmm. I had raging hormones and I was like, what? that's trashy and gross, but also kind of like, all right. Oh. Is this a real band? Like what the? And there was no internet really at the time, <laughs> so I couldn't look them up. And I probably would have found a whole different set of results on that search if you search for Camel Lips. But uh, you probably still will. And they had it on the, the head of the drum. It's <laughs> it's funny. Who are they followed by? Moose Knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a. I wasn't trying to be Mister Fucking hipster cool guy with one but that's just that was that's always been one of my favorites is them because i fucking love l7 it's a subtle kind of yeah yeah but anyway l7 as the fictional band camel lips in uh john waters serial mom from 1994 that is my number three what's your number two this is hired gun this will just take a minute muchas gracias This reminds me of a joke. This guy comes in a bar, walks up to the bartender. He says, bartender, I got me a bet for you. I'm going to bet you $300 that I can piss into that glass over there and not spill a single solitary drop. Bartender looks at this, but then we're talking about like this glass is like a good 10 feet away. He says, No, wait, let me get this straight. You're trying to tell me you're gonna bet me $300 that you can piss standing over here, way over there, into that glass and not spill a single drop. Customer looks at him and says, That's right. Bartender says, Young man, you got a bet. The guy goes, Okay, here we go, here we go. Pulls out his thing. He's looking at the glass, man. He's thinking about the glass. He's thinking about the glass. He's glass. He's thinking about the glass. Glass. Thinking about his dick. Dick glass. Dick glass. Dick glass. Be the glass. Dick glass. Dick glass. Dick glass. And then he lets it rip. And he he's pissing all over the place, man. He's pissing on the bar. He's pissing on the stools, on the floor, on the phone, on the bartender. He's pissing everywhere except the fucking glass, right? Okay. So. Bartender, he's laughing his fucking ass off. He's three hundred dollars richer. He's like, <laughs> he's dripping off his face. This <laughs> is you, fucking idiot, man. You got it in everything except the glass. You owe me three hundred dollars, punta. Guy goes, excuse me, just one, one second. Goes in the back of the bar. In the back, there's a couple guys playing pool. He walks over to them. Comes back to the bar. Goes, here you go, Mr. Bartender. And the bartender's like, what the fuck are you so happy about? You just lost $300, idiot. The guy says, well, see those guys over there? I just bet them $500 a piece that I could piss on your bar, piss on your floor, piss on your phone, and piss on you. And not only would you not be mad about it, you'd be happy. <laughs> Guess what? He didn't check out. <laughs> and you? 
He checked out just fine. It's a little long for a cameo. Yes, I admit it. And he does pop up in one more scene before he dies. I I don't know. It's Quentin is the cameo, and it's in Desperado. He comes into the bar. He's a hired gun. He's with his buddy. Okay. And they put this card down. It's like, these are for you, so they go to check the reference. And while they're there, he pours them a couple of beers, and he tries to choke down the first swallow of beer, which is like, oh, we got this piece, Warm Changa, or whatever he calls it in right. in, in the movie anyways. And so, so who gets shot? Uh, his Tar- buddy that's next to him. Okay. Tarantino did not, uh, Tarantino checked out just fine. Okay. But his buddy, who had no teeth in the front. I've never seen Desperado, so. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, it's so funny. It's good. It's a good Robert Rodriguez action movie. I, it's, all you have to say is Robert Rodriguez, really. Yeah. Um, is Salma Hayek in that one? Absolutely. Is she in all three of them? Not in the first one. The first one is El Mariachi. Uh-huh. And no, okay. That one is in Spanish. That one was shot down in Mexico, but um, she's so, in the, the other two, though. Okay. Yes. The uh, third one, mm. it's poop. No, it's not great. It's it's it sure is poop. Uh, I bought a copy of that in two thousand two. And Boy, so you haven't seen Desperado, but you've saw Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I was so excited when I saw Oh Once Upon a Time in Mexico, oh, and it's so got Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be so good. You're like, there's a handful of okay scenes, but yeah, it's not great. No, their their shit is always good together because they're they're just a they're just a peas and carrots man mm-hmm. peanut butter and chocolate yeah yin and yang snoop and dre yeah so that's tarantino playing a hired gun in desperado is my number two that's a good one i like that it's a bit long it is a bit long it's okay but it's because it's, it's the, the joke makes it yes um my number two is from a movie that had a fuck ton of cameos at the beginning it wasn't even winky wink it was full on what if we got danny devito to play mini me in the movie within a movie, <laughs> in Which, Gold Member. Okay, that movie's fucking terrible. But yeah, Devito is great because you think everybody's got all these. Long I forgot winded, about that. Everybody's got all these long-winded lines, and everybody's saying this and saying that, and he goes, "Danny Devito is mini me," and he goes, "Hey asshole!" and he just flips you off, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> He's in it for literally two seconds. It's the only humorous part in that entire movie, pretty much. Yeah, there's very little in that movie. Doesn't that's Tom Cruise play? Austin Powers in the movie. Don't know. Within, been I, I, so long. I saw it one time. It was that was enough. Yeah, um, more than enough. I loved the first Austin Powers movie. Would it was. You, how, when was the last time you seen it though? Well, that's that's my point. Mike Myers movies don't age. Not really. Um and not the, well. Not well. He's though. like, did you ever have a kid in 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 your class or in school that like would wear the joke the fuck out real yeah. fast? He's that dude. And I've bitched about him on here enough before, so I won't I won't get into that. But we yeah, did. His name was Seth McFarland. <laughs> McFarlane. McFarland. Is it, is it McFarlane? Yeah, there's no D at the end. Oh, okay. It's, his name is Seth. Sec- <laughs> we'll just go with it. <laughs> this, we'll just go with my fuck. This up. fall on Fox, <laughs> Seth McFarland and Mike Myers star in Into the Ground. <laughs> Dead horse. <laughs> It's oh yeah. It's then. just uh, Seth MacFarlane holding his knee, going ah, ee, ah, and Mike Myers standing off to the side, pointing at him and going hello. <laughs> I thought that was a fun little cameo, though. Cameo, it is though, a good cameo in, in a movie. We I, we all went to see it in the theater. I don't oh. think I saw Gold Member in the theater. I did see the second one. So out of the three, I only saw the second one in the theater for me. But yeah, I remember hating that when. We saw it 
in the theater. But I remember thinking like, well, fucking at least I got DeVito. Yeah. He, he, his little three seconds or whatever is enough to carry at least the next two hours for me. <laughs> He's almost doing a penguin. So Danny DeVito as mini me in the movie within a movie in gold member. That's my number two. What's your number one? Uh, Mr. Lord, uh, forgive the interruption, but I'm here to audition. Yes, yeah, yes, audition. yes. Uh, we've come over 2,000 miles to... Uh, 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 oh, boy. Uh, Honey, we're all with you. Uh, 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 please, sir, uh, my name is Kermit the Frog, and, and we read your ad, and, well, we've come to be rich and famous. Miss Tracy, prepare the standard rich and famous contract for Kermit the Frog and company. Was was uh, was he salivating, looking at the Muppet Chicken, <laughs> and wondering where the other twelve were? No. <laughs> that man has a magnificent voice, though, oh, doesn't he? Beautiful voice. That is Orson Welles playing Lou Lord in the end, towards the end of the Muppet movie, in a film that well, all of the Muppet movies were traditionally known for doing a ton of cameos. Yeah, and. Sometimes people played themselves, and, so and sometimes having, they played right. <laughs> like here, there's, yeah, there's. It fit, it definitely fits in the category much better. Just for he gets one line, and you look at him, you're like, oh, it is Orson Welles. Is that Orson Welles? Yeah, it is Orson Welles. The fun thing about the Muppet movie is the Muppets are on a journey, yes, and you feel like you're on that journey with them. Inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help but to laugh when you hear that laugh. It makes that's you- what makes the joke funny to other people because no one has any fucking clue what we were laughing at there. <laughs> <sighs> oh, where the fuck were we? Uh, I finished my number one. Your number one was Lou Lord, played by Orson Welles in the Muppet movie. Was that 78? Yeah. One of my favorite things about that is the opening. 78 or 79. The Rainbow Connection, that Paul Williams song. God, it's such a beautiful song. I think he wrote all the music for that, if if I remember correctly. Very probably. Yeah. Oh. That's when I realized, oh, I kind of like his music. Oh, I love Paul Williams. I grew up with some of his stuff, not realizing. Not even realizing he wrote some shit and just sold it to other people. Yeah. But once you figure out he's got a style mm-hmm. and sort of a – like, uh, Paul, yeah. well, Paul Williams wrote that, didn't he? Fuck yeah, he did. I knew I liked that song. Love Paul Williams. Okay. My number one. Surprise. I'll bet you I'll bet you considered it. There's a scene in the movie Maverick. I pulled that off my list. Okay. I had seven, and I was going back and forth. It's the uh, – are they – is he in the bathtub? Are you talking about the can? Hold on, you Danny, talk- Danny Glover. Runs no, through. he comes in. He's robbing a bank. Okay. Danny Glover comes in. He's got a mask on. Correct. Yeah. Um, Maverick, played by, um, yeah, that guy who gets angry. Legendary, legendary anti-Semite Mel Gibson. 
He's collecting money uh, from people that owe him money because he needs a certain okay. amount in order to play the card game. That's right. That's right. And every person that he goes to keeps stiffing him in one way or another, like, I don't have the money or I don't – or I do, but I don't have enough, at whatever. So he's at a bank. The bank is getting robbed, and it's Danny Glover robbing the bank. And they, and meet, they meet eyes they and meet they, they hang eyes. for just a second. Like, I know you. I know you and too. And then somebody – then they play the Eric Clapton Okay. You know, and they, he pulls his mask down, and then, nah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because Richard Donner directed Maverick. Okay, also, okay. so there was. I love those types of cameos. <laughs> um, you see him in TV, not so much anymore, but you used to see him in TV a lot. It sometimes it can slow the the momentum of a scene, which it actually it, it does there in Maverick too. It slows it down, but it slows it but down it's for done a on purpose. Fucking really like having your cake and eat it too type of joke. <sighs> I love those. Um, a really good one that happened in a TV show was during, it was during, I believe it was after Steve Carell left the office and they were inter- interviewing potential new bosses. And um, it's implied that Ricky, Ricky Gervais, as, they meet him in the elevator. As David Brent. Yes. Yeah. He's coming in, which is, I, I thought that was a fun that one. That was a good one. <clears throat> and there was one that I remember, it was very much just like this. Uh, it was in an episode of Monk. Uh, Monk was getting on a plane. And he was walking back through, going back to like third class, and he walks through first class. And sitting in the seat on next to the aisle in first class was, uh, I believe it was Tim Daly. It was one okay. of the it was one or of the guys, one or of the, Stephen Webber, yeah, one, one of the, the two, two guys from Wings. <laughs> and they stop and do that same thing. They're just like, just to look like, hey, I know you. And it's just like it's if you, more appropriate in that fashion to do it on a TV show. Yeah, and that show was. Mostly humorous, monk. Anyway, sure, it was lighthearted. It was lighthearted, so yeah. But that's funny. Anyway, I hope you guys took the second there to enjoy that beverage, that sip of that beverage with me. Hope you guys enjoyed that, nerds and uh, inside jokes and all. And hope you come back next week and hang with us. Unless this is the final episode of the season, then it's not. It's not. So we'll see you next week. But uh, at least <laughs> one more. <laughs> In the meantime, Nathan, is your Instagram still private? Yes. Okay. Don't don't look for Nathan on Instagram. Uh, if you want to look up, uh, spam. If you my... want to find pictures of shit that I post on Instagram, uh, I'm at Darth Holden. Uh, find us collectively a six pack double feature podcast on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Do we do Twitter? Are we still? No. It's there, but there's not much. We don't do Twitter, so don't do that. Hit us up. Buy a t-shirt. Eight bucks shipped. Comes with a free sticker. Or you could just buy a sticker. Two bucks. Don't know why you wouldn't just spend the extra six bucks, but hey. It's got to be your bowl. Continue being as awesome to each other as you can be. Stay Stay safe. Six feet away from each other. (laughs) And definitely stay six feet away from the moors. Pick Six is a Clopec Media production. Like and follow them at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or buy a t shirt and sticker at sixpackdoublefeaturepodcast.com. And wherever you pick six, pick six responsibly. Nobody knocks off an old man in my neighborhood and gets away with it. <laughs>